Tony with Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the neighborhood.com. Um, we have Jason Marcus with us today and Silvana Bernardi. Um, hi. I don't, hi, guys. You there? Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Yeah. And just so you know, that uh, intro clip was done by Michael Reeder, who is currently singing at the Met. Um, in New York, he's appeared in I think six or seven operas this year, and um, so we will have more of him. But that's who that clip is from. So what I'd like to do today is um, we're going to start off. Jason will start off with our latest insurance, um, mortgage, uh, you know that financial information. Um, we'll then talk with Silvana about just follow up and, and talk a little more in depth on the her being a, a children's advocate and some of the programs that she can point people to. Then I'll talk about uh, LinkedIn and Facebook, how to create a page, why you should create a page. Um, should you create a page? Should you be on LinkedIn if you're looking for a job? Um, and then we'll have a conversation amongst us about what we, you know, think about all the social medias or what they're finding useful. So you can uh, communicate with us several ways. You can call in at 646-929-1595. 646-929-1595. We have a chat session. Last week there were three or four people on there. So you can ask a question if you'd like. If you're having trouble getting in or you just you can go to welcome to the neighborhood ny.com and uh, click on the blog talk radio. It'll take you right here and then you just listen. So um, then I also I will I'm gonna read the disclosure in a minute, but I want to talk about some community events uh, and community things, the NASA prescription discount card, which is fabulous, but I'll do that at the end. Um, and um, it's a way to get, uh, even if you have health insurance or the Medicare gap, the way that you, NASA has set up a prescription card for you that's free that you get discounts. And um, a couple other announcements, but first let me read my disclosure here. Uh, give me one second. And this is um, Anthony Pearl. Um, who can be reached at apearl at pearllaw.com. Put this together just so that we, um, you know, meet the legal requirements for not overstepping what we're trying to say. This uh, show and our website is not intended or offered as legal advice. The materials have been prepared for educational and informational purposes only. They're not legal advice or legal opinions on any specific matters. Uh, transmission of the information is not intended to create and receipt does not constitute a lawyer-client relationship. Uh, subscribers and online readers should not act or fail to act upon information on the site without seeking professional counsel. Um, okay. Unless expressly stated otherwise, no document on the site should be assumed to be produced by an attorney licensed in your state. Okay. So that covers that. And we'd like to thank uh, Anthony for going over that with us. Um, and his information will be on welcometotheneighborhood.com. I'm getting it caught up with all the past guests and the links, but um, his information, email, and phone will be there. Okay, Jason, you want to go? Sure. Um, earlier this week, as most of us, I'm assuming, watch uh, the President Address Congress. A uh, lot of good things in that speech. Um, unfortunately, not a lot of good things in the market after that speech was done. Um, general rule of thumb, usually if uh, the stock market's getting uh, smacked around and, you know, the Dow's getting uh, a drop in considerably, most of the time investors are going to pull their money out of the stock market, 
sticking into, um, you know, the bond market. Back and forth, these markets move, affects rates in one way or another based on what direction they're having. What seems to be going on is, which is very, very strange in um, regards to the way markets generally move, and we've been kind of going through this over the last year, where we're watching the stock market get crushed, but in the same, in the same regards, we're watching the bond market get crushed. And when we see this happening, that means investors aren't shifting money from one investment engine to another. What they're doing is they're sidelining their money. So this week seems to be another example of people pulling money out of the U.S. markets and either sidelining it or taking it to foreign investments. Because once again, we've watched rates get killed in the last three days. Almost overnight went up a quarter of a percent. Um, and the stock market now down to um, as low as most of us um, have seen it in, you know, 25 years. So um, it's been very volatile. What is behind this whole thing and what's behind the curtain in regards to this is the American people are deathly afraid of what's going on um, with the amount of money that the government is planning on giving to um, bail out the banks especially. But it just doesn't seem like their plans and their thoughts have enough actual funds to back this up. And it's scaring people. And um, this last set of um, setbacks kind of, at least to me, it showed that finally the press just does not know what on earth they're talking about on which way interest rates are going. You saw so much saying interest rates are going to drop, interest rates are going to drop, interest rates are going to drop. Well, hello, mister. I, I have no idea what's going on, and the smartest people in the country don't, so how am, am I as a reporter going to know these things? You were wrong again. And the – General consensus is stop listening to the press on where interest rates are going. Plain and simple, they don't know. I don't know. Barry Habib doesn't know. None of the smartest people in the country don't know because we've never seen markets reacting like this. So they can sit there and give you what they think is going to happen and print as much as they like to do, but seriously, you have to sit there and watch it on a daily basis and just stay on top of it and just follow it instead of trying to predict it. Because at this point in time, I'm not listening to anybody and anyone's opinion on where rates are going. Nobody knows. This last week was just perfect proof of that, Mildred, where the, based on philosophy it should have went down. But guess what? You never know what a, a, a company's reaction is going to be, a group of investors' reaction is going to be, and people get scared all of a sudden, for no apparent reason, money's getting taken out of the U.S. market and things are getting destroyed. So that's just my little piece of advice to people. Talk to your professional that you trust. Don't ask about predictions. If you like a rate that you're in, and let's say you're in a refinance, you're in a purchase market, lock the rate and just be good with it. Don't sit there and roll the dice. This is not the type of time to be gambling. It's too hard to predict what's going to wind up happening, and things are moving too drastically in a short period of time for you to sit there and keep your fingers crossed because CNN said that rates might drop next week. It's you know, and I think um, I think also it's like rates are going to drop, rates are going to drop. You know, it's like, but when you start to look at the numbers, when you you look at the you know yearly your yearly number, your monthly number. It's not, you know, that extra little bit for waiting, what is it going to really add up to? You know, maybe, you know what I'm saying? It's like that's the, that's the hard part. That's why the big picture might be, okay, maybe they'll drop. What's the, the, the detailed picture of it for you? You know, if, somebody, if you have to move or you want to move, that's, that's the real issue. Um, uh, and and I say and marketing. That's what they say. Marketing. It's all perception. You hear all these. It's all perception. 
And so if you just pay attention to all that and you're waiting because you think you're going to save a small percentage point, what's that really mean? And would you agree, Jason? I mean, that's why I think you need to speak with someone. Oh, 100%. I mean, people just have to realize that, I mean, a quarter of a percent generally, let's say even on a $300,000 loan, is somewhere around $55 a month. Um, chances are that you're taking – I always look at things as where are my chances. When it comes down to things like this, it's where are my chances um, more likely to happen. If we're at an all-time low at rates, is the chances better for interest rates to go up or for interest rates to go down more? This is just common logic now that we're talking about that, you know, for investors to make money, you need movement in a market. You can't keep it at a flat position. So do I feel like there's a good chance that due to the fact that most of this movement's just done based on speculation that money will wind up coming back and investors will make money? Yeah, they need, they need markets to move up and down. And is my gut feeling that they'll probably creep back down just because anytime they drastically move in one direction or another, there's usually a rubber band effect. But mm -hmm. you can never guarantee these things or you can never bank on these things. Eventually, there is that time where rates will go up and they're going to stay up. Um, mm -hmm. Is it this time? Maybe so, maybe not. Most likely, I don't feel that it is, but you never really know. And people that sit there and roll the dice, I mean, anybody that's ever gone to a casino knows most of the time you're going to walk out of there down money. The house always wins. It's not really different in this case. Mm -hmm. Hey, uh, would you just go over... Um the first time home or is it first time home buyer credit or just home buyer credit the 8000 that people will get it's first i it's uh, anybody that hasn't owned a house since 2004 would qualify for that um it's a tax credit so it's basically the government just handing you $8000 come next april for anybody that purchases um this year up until um i think somewhere about mid november uh, that date could change, but we'll see how it goes for now. Um, it really is enticing people to get out there and buy. Just getting that tax credit back is phenomenal on top of the interest that you'll get back based on owning the home. So it's going to be a real nice incentive for people to stop buying houses. Are they going uh, to have to file any? Okay, are they going to have to file any paperwork when they buy the house or? Um, no, it doesn't seem any? that way. It winds up happening when, uh, you know, when your accountant does your taxes. I'm certainly sure there will be something on, at that point in time, the 2009 tax return forms that, you know, you can sit there and add the fact that you've purchased the house and that you fit in the criteria. So there's only one kicker. It's not a big kicker, but you have to keep the house for three years. Okay. Oh, see, so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, otherwise, uh, I guess they make you pay back. I don't know what the actual payback um, amount is. I'm guessing, like anything else, it works off percentages, so it's going to be based mm -hmm. on how long you were in there, on how much they're going to say that you're um, either you have to pay back or how they're going to make you pay it back. But generally, most people will stay in the house for, for more than three years. So if mm -hmm. they take advantage, especially if you're a first-time home buyer. I mean, you're obviously buying that to live in, and generally, you got to just assume that they're going to stay in the house for three years. Yeah, as long as you know that, you know, that's, that should work out. Yeah, because it, this is different than the other one, the 7500 one before was a, like a loan, and you had to pay it back every year. And so, that still exists. For anybody that bought in 2008, that's their deal. Like, that's what still going on, um, they didn't change it for those folks. So anybody that's doing it um, right now, whether you're doing your taxes for, um, you know, a purchase that you made last year, you're going to be there where you're going to most likely get somewhere in the neighborhood of $7,500. But over the course of the next 15 years, each time you do your taxes, there's going to be a $500 deduction to repay that, unless, of course, you sell and then you're going to actually owe the government back money. Hmm. But... Most people I talk to about this, it's, 
you don't really feel it. You know, when it comes down to tax returns, even though it's always smartest to obviously put as much deductions that allows you not to try to break even with the government um, during tax season, because anytime they're taking more money out of your paycheck and you're going to wind up getting a refund, what you've been doing is lending the government money at a tax-free basis. You know what I mean? They get to keep your money during the course of the year, and then they pay it back to you in April. So most people that are that are savvy try to make it so that way they're kind of cutting close to breaking even with the government when it's tax time. But most people obviously will get a refund back, especially if you're a W-2 employee. Um, that $500 payback, you don't really feel it. Uh, just because, you know, instead of getting back, let's say, especially when you're paying interest on a house where you're going to get eight to $10,000 back, um, if all of a sudden the accountant comes back to you and says you're getting 8500 this year instead of 9000 you're not going to really feel it because it's like, okay, it's, most people look at tax return money as, oh, it's free money from the government. Great, you know. Um, okay. Um, Silvana, do you have any questions before we move on to – well, I, I um, you see, I don't really know how that uh, government uh, tax refund or how that works, but I was just wondering, I mean, is this something that the mortgage broker that's handling the deal would be able to, I mean, is this something that the prospective buyer should address with the mortgage broker, or is this something that they should address with their account? When you take somebody out and you say, listen, I mean, there's a lot of, Incentives right now for first-time home buyers to receive money back as grants, you know, totally free money, so to speak. Is it something that they should bring up with their mortgage broker, or is it something that they should bring up with their accountant? Both. Um, you know, obviously, in the in the mortgage world right now, we want to create. Um, you know, we want to spark this, like everybody else, we all want to do business and spark the economy on the real estate and mortgage end. So if we can sit there and give prospective buyers that are on the fence debating whether to buy now or wait, um, I'm going to obviously do what I need to do in regards to giving them as much ammunition and as much knowledge. Right now, historically low interest rates and prices getting to the point where they're at a ridiculous low I mean, I don't know what the recipe is for the perfect time to buy, but right. it sure sounds like it's getting close to it if it's not there already. I mean, I don't. I, this is just going to be yet another additional kicker where it's like people that don't wind up buying this year, especially a first-time home buyer, um, and they they're going to sit there and wait. I, I'm I'm really at that level where I'm scratching my head, kind of being like. What, with the exception of the government telling you they're going to hand you a house for free and pay your mortgage for you, what exactly are you waiting for um, exactly. in regards to it getting any better than this? I mean, you can't get any more incentives to buy. The government has just put the, what I like to say, cherry on top. I mean, this is it. This is like everything else has kind of lined up, and now the government comes in and says, okay, we're going to give you free money on top of it. What on earth are people waiting for if they're not exactly. out there and buying? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So and it sounds like things, we – go ahead. Go ahead no, go one on. of the things also that I say to, to you know, my prospective buyers is that unfortunately the people – I mean, everybody listens to the news and they see what the market is today. And I see that a lot of the houses that are for sale today are people that really, really, really need to sell. Okay? It's not people that are, you know, playing with the market the way that they were – you know, within the last couple of years, I would say, the ones that used to say, let's put our house out uh, out there and see if we can get, you know, four times what we paid for it, you know. I mean, people that are selling today are people that are serious about selling. So here you have a motivated seller, and what I need to learn is how to motivate that buyer into believing that this is the right time to buy. You have the best rates, you have government incentives, and you have – uh, very motivated sellers, people that unfortunately, for whatever their uh, situation is, need to sell. So, I mean, I do think that you do have that perfect recipe right now. It's just, um, you know, how, how to motivate these people to, to put in those offers, not not ridiculous offers, you know, 
We're not telling uh, by any means buyers to go and try to steal the house from these people, but we need things to generate those buyers into, you know, stepping up to the plate and uh, making, you know, decent offers. Well, that's why right now, um, especially in my world, um, in my bank, the people that we that I'm coming across um, that are out there looking and aggressively making offers, you know, I also have that set of people that are still kind of on the fence where they're almost dipping their toe in the water. I only take it to a certain degree of, you know, trying to, to see if they're going to wind up making, make, jumping in or not. But there comes to a point in time, and this especially on your end of the fence, on the real estate side, mm-hmm. you just got to feel it out. Because honestly, if you're going to sit there and waste time trying to convince somebody to buy a house, sometimes you just got to cut your losses and move on. Like sometimes oh, yeah. you just have to realize that your time, your time is such an important factor that, you know, why am I wasting time trying to convince somebody when I can get 10 more people that are already out there looking um, and work with them instead. Like too much focus, especially um, a lot of my agents, they, they really, um, they try to beat a dead horse. Where okay. sometimes I scratch my head and I'm like, I cannot believe that my realtor has spent six weeks showing somebody um, 55 houses. Like if they have not made an offer on something, I know it's annoying and it's, it's a tough thing to like grasp. And, and sometimes it's like, you just got to give up sometimes. I mean, in this market, I have so many people out there at this point in time, and that's why I'm so confident and positive on what's going on, especially in our side of the fence, because I think rebuilding this economy starts with the housing market. And just from what I've been seeing in regards to um, people getting out there and realtor referrals that I'm getting, and obviously the shrinking of both the both the real estate and mortgage markets in regards to um, people leaving the industry, banks basically just about squeezing out mortgage brokers. I mean, there are people out there, and, you know, I feel kind of sad for those folks because, like, there's colleagues that I've worked with in the past, but it's getting to the point where you can't even be a mortgage broker anymore. If you don't work for a bank, you're going to get eliminated. Um, and that seems like it's just every day it's coming closer to closer to fruition. But well, you know what? Is- I think, yeah, I think, I don't mean to cut you off, but I think that's really, it's uh, small business and sales 101, how to um, figure out who's, who's your customer, how to get new customers, how to get the right customer. So you know what I want to suggest, I don't know how Jason feels about this, but Maybe have like especially in our office, you know, where we have such a first of all we have such a beautiful office, and um, you know, great conference room and everything. But perhaps have like a a little seminar or something where we can invite um, and cut it off at like twenty or twenty five because I don't think that we'd be able to accommodate more than that. But have like perhaps a little, uh, you know, wine and cheese or something and talk about, you know, the market and, and, and where to go and, and, and invite and put it out there for, for prospective buyers to come and, and attend. You know what, I, what I'm getting at, Mildred? Perhaps yeah, no, we've talking about doing that. And I think now, especially with this, with the $8,000 tax credit and whatever, mm-hmm. and, and the interest rates. And yeah, I, I just think people have a hard time with what's the payment, what gets added right. in, what doesn't, the whole, that whole piece. So, exactly. And we've spoken about that, Jason. So maybe we could try and set something up in uh, April um, for that. That gives us time to get people invited and set it up. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, okay, so it's 1024. What I'd like to do now, um, I think what I'd like to do now is talk a little bit, of, if you don't mind, Silvana, switch oh, sure. the order around. Talk about uh, LinkedIn and Facebook and um, pages um, because that fits in with um, small business or community organizations, which we have, we we all have our business, and then we have our community events or 
a passion that we're into or a service group. And what I, one of the interesting things, uh, because Facebook, I can see growing, it's been growing so rapidly, and um, which I didn't realize Microsoft had bought a stake at the end of uh, sometime in, I think, 2008, which brought a technical uh, solidness to it. And so uh, what I would like to, there's a few points on Facebook that I'd like to make first. And I had put this in the email that I had sent out. Uh, a lot of people that I go on and I look at their profiles, and they have their full birthday. They have the day, the month, and the year. Mm -hmm. And I just think that is not a good thing to do. I think it's too much information um, to, to give to people. So that's my first thing. Uh, it's very easy to, because I've been speaking with people um, the past couple of weeks on this. Some people have been on Facebook and they're just starting to update. Some people are just setting them up, setting their profile, and then we'll we'll discuss pages in a minute. So when you go, you can just go to Facebook.com. You set up your profile, um, your email, your first name, last name, and you can start you know, looking for friends. Now, we're on Facebook, so you can add us and um, just to start. And, but I would, I just really think, take, I, see no, I see no purpose for the month and the year. I don't know if you can do month and year or the year, but I just think the full birthday is too much from a security perspective. Um, so once you go in and set up your profile, you must have somebody that you know that's on Facebook. So just send them an email. Give, ask them to invite you um, just to get, get a feel for it. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's a great idea. And then and also there's a couple things on uh, Facebook that I think once you get a handle on. Now, every day I'm doing stuff and um, I tend to – I try not to accidentally send something that I wanted to go to one person to, you know, 200 people. Um, but, you know, occasionally that happens. Um, on the bottom, there will be a bar where it says applications. So if you're, never, you're not sure where you are, you can go on the bottom and it will tell you uh, the, on the left-hand side. On the right-hand side of the Facebook bar is a chat area for the people that you've, um, you know, recognized and said you're, you're friends, um, which is very handy. I, I like doing that sometimes. Just here's a quick link, shoot it over. And you can also, the third area that I think is huge is the email. Uh, you, can, you don't have to, you can write on somebody's wall, okay? That means everybody sees it. You can write on your own wall. Everybody sees it, which is great. You know, I put up, oh, I'm on Blog Talk Radio or Call Now or I'm working on this or I'm working on Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com. And, you know, people can see it and they can click on it if they want and go to that page. But it has the um, ability to, um, you can send an email to somebody. So that if you want to just send one person, maybe they make a comment on your wall and you, you want to say something privately, so everything is not totally open. And from a technology advantage of doing it that way, I don't really have to know your email. I don't know which one you used. I don't care. I don't have to update it. I just click on it. It goes, and we're having a private email. I'm not, I don't have to be in my email. It's really, I think, a time saver. And uh, do I have Outlook open in my M, you know, live mail? Where am I? Do I have to? It's right there. It's, it's managing your portal for you, okay? Um, and that's one of the things where I think Facebook is really um, to the advantage um, because it is a portal that we don't. It's not a work portal. It's not a group portal. It's like you can you know, expand it any way you want. So I would recommend doing that. I also, I, you can send in an email right from your phone if you set your Facebook uh, phone connection up. 
So people can send you messages. You can see what's going on. Uh, you can do it right from your phone, which, again, I think is very handy once you get using that and used to it. Um, so, so so we have the, the Facebook and the portal. Any questions on this, either one of you guys? No, I, no question, I'm following you very clearly. Okay. Not a question, just a comment. Um, I was talking to one of my friends this week, and you know he's in the tile business, and basically he's talking about just how to further advance his business. And when I was talking to him about Facebook, I mean, my friend has over 200 friends, and I was just like, his name is Joe. I'm like, Joe, how many of those people are you just assuming know what you do um, and he's just like, you know, you got a good point. Like a lot of, this is a social network and a lot of uh, people out there have, you know, multiple hundreds of friends and it's crazy on how many of these connections that they have that don't realize, especially with newer businesses, that what you do. I'm like, Joe, take that little box which uh, appears under the picture which allows you to basically write whatever you want and just let people know every once in a while maybe give a uh, status update and just you know throw something out there in regards to a promotion you're having or something that's going on in your particular market just to let people know and put that thought in their head it becomes amazing on the turnover or the amount of leads you wind up getting just by utilizing that engine and never assume that people know what you're doing or the Absolutely. fact that um, especially when you're in our businesses because it is amazing if I sit there and I have 300 friends you know of those 300 friends most of them have more than 100 or 200 contacts and it is absolutely crazy when you start doing the math on how many people can get you know you can reach out to just through you know word of sort of like a word of mouth but just your little box underneath uh, your picture absolutely. page so well, not only, you know yeah, make sure you know me people know you know and not only that and also have your websites there now this and this is where the pages come in because they've added the page feature which um, and this applies because I have ClickIt's page, I have uh, you know Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com page, we have uh, the Islands Home Team pages, so that we can um, it, you, whatever you can have different groups. So I think this is going to be extremely handy for groups as well as businesses. So um, and that's where with pages and you can, on our website. You can click on, we have our Facebook uh, logo, and it takes you to Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com page. Now, for you, Silvana, you can set up Silvana Bernardi Real Estate. Jason, you'll have your page. I have a Click It page as well as the other pages I mentioned. So, Silvana, maybe you have um, you know, uh, a, a charity you're supporting. You can put up a page. And, and the, the, so it has the purpose, several purposes. First of all, um, you can post things easily. Um, while I can, I have, and my, you know, between my daughter Angela and my son Angus, we all have technical and web internet communications experiences. So we can go in and edit things. We put up web pages. We edit code. You know. Um, we study, this is an area that we study research in. Um, and uh, But without having a lot of knowledge as far as design sense necessarily or coding, you can put up links. You can put up um, uh, your photos very easily. It really handles that nicely. You can, like we put our open houses there. You can create events. You can, people can join, be a fan. You can look at your numbers there just like you can on a you know, regular site. You get interesting numbers of where people are coming from. So it's a way for you to take control of you communicating and putting up an internet presence without having to get so bogged down. I just there's so much information in any small business that you can just easily get bogged down and uh, you know, it's very it 
difficult unless you, you have a design background and a web background and a communications background. If you, so I think that's why the pages are extremely important. Yes, you can even add in um, uh, paid ads and things, but I think the idea to get going is to, especially for the groups that you know we're primarily addressing with this show and that we deal with, is you can go up and you put your pictures of your houses, you create events, you can um, put discussions up, um, put links to documents, put links to your website. Um, uh, so I think it's an easy way, and if you go in and create your profile and then create a page, um, just get started. It's, you know, I, I think sometimes people are afraid, but if you go in, you'll see in that bottom part, it'll be pages, um, or if you click on your profile, it'll give you your a page link, and you can go there and create a page and just, it's, Follow the instructions. Put some pictures up. Um, put some pictures up of your house. Put some pictures up of, uh, you know, something that, um, you know, an open house you're doing. Mm -hmm. Create an event. Let people know you're there. Um, then you can start using that link even in your emails and things. Um, and it, it makes it just easier because the research is showing this is not just for people under 30, the percentages of, you know, mass consumption here are really growing. Um, will there be a new thing next year? Oh, well, maybe. But I think for a, you know, a small per a business person or a community organizer to get going is it's huge. It's really huge to to do. Um, any comments, Silvana? Do you do you feel like you have oh, an idea? No, I, I agree. No, no, I agree. And and I and I also agree that this isn't just a site for people under thirty. I I definitely think that people are very curious about it. I've heard Facebook being mentioned, you know, in several different um you know, in, in, in different areas, you know, I mean I've heard it on T V and the kids use it. It's it's uh something that their parents are aware of. It's, it's not something that's vague. So, yeah, I think that people actually would use that as a site, you know, to, to um, you know, to just find out more information. The only thing that I'm a little bit confused about is, like, let's say that I would put up my, my Facebook page, okay, mm -hmm. and I would right. call it Silvana Bernardi or whatever I would call it, okay, mm -hmm. and I want mm -hmm. people to go there to find out my open house, or I want people to go there to find out um, more about school or whatever, whatever question they right. have that they want to address to me. How would they know to go to, to, to me unless well, they, they knew could... who I was? Okay, yeah, that's, that's a good question. You can do it a couple ways. You can, um, as part of when you get their information, and I'm going to try and talk about that later, um, you, for example, on your emails, you can say, see me at Facebook. And, okay, but um, I, have to, I have to tell them first. It's not right. Or you can say, I'm on, I'm on Facebook. You can, if you get their email address as part of your contact information, okay. you can invite them to be your friend, and then they can, um, then several things can happen. You can invite them to your open houses because you'll have a list that they're your friends. Or you can have, um, they can, um, uh, I'll look up the phrase, they can become a, um, a fan. I'm going to my pages, one of my pages. Yeah. They can be a fan. So when you update something, um, the, it, you can update to all the fans. The sharing of information is made very easy. Um, uh, yeah, so like when you want to do something to a fan, uh, you know, suppose you have all your first-time home buyers. You know, you could say, oh, I'll, you know, I'll put you uh, in this group, and when I have an update or I'll give you a reminder in August that the credit is due, you know, will end November 15th, we can, we can remind you. Here's another example. Um, we, and this is something I want to mention, and I had sent out an email. Uh, Nassau County Home Value Assessment. 
uh, review. You can go online and say, look, I think my home, you know, the, the prices went down. I want a review of my homeowner's, uh, of, of my assessment. And um, then, so this would be something you could have a group of people that you could send out a reminder to. Um, I, I currently send out to an email right now, but as I'm developing my list, I'm going to send that. You could send that out to everybody who's in the NASA, in NASA. Don't forget, right. you can go ahead and, and reassessment. And on that point, they can't make it higher. Um, I was at a session with uh, Howard Weitzman, who's the Nassau County Comptroller, and he said everybody should, you know, go. It, you can't lose because they can't make it higher than it is, and that's one thing people are like, oh, I don't know, you know. But he said you can't do that. It can only go lower. So it's that kind of information that you'll add to your um, uh, marketing and communication mix, if you will. Um, right now on Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com on our Facebook page, you can also send out a link that links right to that page. So you can have that on your um, any emails that you might send out. Um, on your website, so they can go right to the page. They don't have to be Facebook users, okay? Which is important. So they can go right, right. to the page. What I've got up on uh, Welcome to the Neighborhood NY.com right now is I have Clickus because that's our fabric arts group. I have uh, information about because um, uh, a duplex rental that we have. Um, I have Office uh, Live Small Business has a page. So what I did was I added that in, um, and it has, so when you click on that, it takes you to the uh, Microsoft Office Live page, and it gives you all their links and um, people who, you know, you can join and be a fan of theirs. So when they send out new information, you can um, be on their, you know, list. And I also put it up there because I thought it was good to see how, I would like to see how really big companies, what they're doing. So if there's any good idea, I can use it. You know, if they're doing something, I go, oh, I didn't think of that. That's a good idea. And um, not that, so that you can, you know, follow what they're doing. They've done the research. They've got, you know, a lot of money behind things. For the Welcome to the Neighborhood page, you can share it with people and you can post it to your profile. You can send a message. So you can have links. You can have video um, so that um, you can have comments, uh, information, events, and make it very easy for people to get used to that. Then they don't have to go to your website. They're already in Facebook. They want, And I think one of the hardest things is either open houses or events, community events. Um, which we want to start posting up here so that um, to get the word out, it's very difficult and they're already going to be in, in the system so they don't have to go someplace else to find out when, for example, if we run a seminar, we post it up there so people will know and then we can just all shoot it out easily. So, um, that would be the best place for it, sure. Yeah. And and that's why you'll have your own profile. You'll have your own Silvana profile. And you can only have, you know, maybe it's just your personal family for whatever. And then whatever you choose to do, um, and then you can have your page, your real estate page. And um, so it keeps it separate. Um, but I think absolutely to... Um, uh, put your information up there. And now there's a lot of things that... Um, and, you know, I some people do much more personal things. I tend to not be as personal with anything I put up there. Well, sure. But I have smaller groups that I, that's where I use the email function. Um, and, uh, in fact, Jason, if you put up a page, uh, you know, a page not just for Jason, but if you do a, um, a page for mortgage information, um, uh, you can, um, we could link to it. So, Savannah, the same with you. So, I'm, I'm trying to update everybody's profile information on, on our Welcome to the Neighborhood 
www.ny.com website page. But this way, um, I'm, I'm thinking of using this as well because I think it just makes it easier because everything's time consuming. Uh, it takes a lot of time to put this together and I think uh, you can get a big payback and connect with people easily. Now, um, what I'd like to mention on, about LinkedIn, okay, mm -hmm. because LinkedIn, uh, I think if you're looking for a job, or and, and it really is supposed to be a more business oriented. Um, uh, Mildred, I'm sorry. Can you just spell that for me, LinkedIn? LinkedIn, L-I-N-K-E-D. If you go to our website, if you go it's to blog, uh, if you go to welcometotheneighborhood.com, click there. It'll there? Take okay, there. perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Mildred. And um, I'm a member of a Project Manage Institute Management Institute. I'm a certified PM, uh, PMP, Project Manager. Professional management mm -hmm. professional PMP. So I joined some of those. There's groups. So if you're on LinkedIn, even if you're not looking for a job, but you want to connect up with people, you can go in. I joined the J.P. Morgan Chase group okay. um, of people that have worked on J.P. Morgan Chase, and I've been able to catch up with a lot of people that I worked with, and which is nice. You know, they were friends and. You work, we were colleagues, and so we've been able to catch up, again, with e email using that email where I'm not trying to maintain their email addresses, their this, their that. They're using the one they want to use. I don't care. I just send them the message. Um, and also, I joined the PM, some PMP groups, and I'm getting really good information on um, uh, the latest in the industry questions. So we're getting to chat with project managers, which um, is, for whatever your industry, it's very interesting. So I'm finding, uh, finding that's really LinkedIn is, is has, it's not as visual and not quite as fluid as Facebook, and it really has a different focus. But um, if you were looking for a job, you might want to focus on LinkedIn first. I think um, if you're just looking to catch up and getting comfortable um, with social media interaction, uh, Facebook I would, you know, recommend. Um, Jason, you use both. Do you have you found are there groups that you've joined? Well, I mean, I definitely probably spend more time on Facebook than I do in LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is definitely utilized more on the work aspect. So in regards to what you were saying, especially people that are, are looking for work right now, LinkedIn is a really good way to keep your work network. With me, work and play has always been kind of like a pretty pretty uh, separate thing. Um, even I, I don't do a lot of socializing with people that I work with or ever worked with, but I do obviously have good rapports with them. So those people... Uh, most of them will appear on my LinkedIn connections. I have a lot less LinkedIn connections than I do Facebook connections. But as you were saying, uh, both are really good avenues um, utilized properly. You can really, you can really, you know, expand your business greatly on both ends of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. But um, in regards to what you guys are doing, um, most, most effective on the real estate side, I would probably say is going to be um, Facebook for clients. Um, for LinkedIn, it would probably be more utilized for just letting other people in your industry know. For example, if you had a page on LinkedIn where you can just notify, let's say you had 100 connections of real estate agents um, you know, that worked for a vast majority of different agencies, but in your given area that you really want to get over to at least preview that house, uh, LinkedIn's probably going to be a good a good fit just so that way you can get the word out on that side. When it comes down to the other side, um, I think befriending clients on Facebook and um, like you were talking about, group them all and then just send out information um, about certain open houses in their specific areas. I think you'll be a little bit more effective with the client on Facebook, with the colleague on LinkedIn. That's kind of how I've been at least utilizing it. 
Yeah, no, I, I think so too. Um, what I'd like to do now, it's 10.49, so I wanted to read um, just a couple notices. So, and then Silvana, we can see if we uh, will do a little bit with some of your advocacy um, topics. Well, um, we don't have time, or we get disconnected because my battery is running low. If okay. anybody, I just want to add, just like really, really quick. If anybody just has any questions whatsoever or concerns about their child or. Um, you know anything at all that's that, that's pertinent to to uh, the special education department? I, I just want them to to know that they, that they could certainly you know email you know the site that you have, and uh, you know I will get the questions and I will be more than happy to phone them or email them back whatever they they feel comfortable communicating with me with you okay, know. Okay, good. Good. I have your name up there, so I'll put, I'll have a, a link that they'll email us, and we'll get it to you. And right. um, any, any concerns whatsoever, and it doesn't have to be because I know that last time we spoke, we spoke, I think, I believe more on physical disabilities. But mm -hmm. I just wanted to put out there that um, if they had concerns about uh, developmental, like like their child is like two years old, and and they're concerned about certain things that they're not doing that's age appropriate, and they're not getting the answers that they, uh, that, you know, that they're feeling comfortable with. This is something that they can address, and they can address with, uh, you know, with the special ed department and at the community center. So okay, you know, okay, anything um, at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you and I, if, if you'll just go over with me so I can get that posted, we'll put it not only on our website, but we'll also put it up on our LinkedIn, uh, I mean our Facebook page okay. as well. So that's a, a good place to do that. Absolutely. So that we can that's why I want it, yeah. Yeah. Um, now, one thing I'd like to mention is the uh, Michael Reeder who gave our uh, opening uh, song. Uh, he, this Sunday, um, the La Damnation de Faust by Robert Lepage and Marcel Giordani, oh, I'm murdering that, um, <laughs> is going to be on public television. It is a fabulous production. It, I, because I, I was lucky enough to see it. And he happens to be in it, but on at 12 o'clock on Sunday afternoon on 13, this production combines um, Cirque du Soleil with technology, with opera, with ballet. It is fabulous. It really is fabulous. Um, it they, the scenes, the sets, the technology, um, and I was lucky enough to see it. It is great. So. Um, we'll have a link up there, but if you go to uh, you know Sunday at at 12 o'clock, it is really I think one of the most enjoyable operas, especially if you like Cirque du Soleil, if you like technology, and if you you know maybe aren't so sure about opera, but it's it really is a performance I think you'll enjoy. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is. The Nassau County prescription card, and Silvana, this is good for you to know too, um, which people you run into. Nassau County has a prescription card that even if you have insurance um, or if you don't have insurance, they've worked out um, so that because there's gaps, maybe you have a deductible, they um, have made a, a program available for people to save money. It's not insurance. It's um, at pharmacies. You present this free card, and um, you can use a prescription discount card anytime the prescription is not covered by insurance, even if you have it. Um, there's no restrictions, no limits on how many times. You can be a child. You can be any age. And so this is You'll not only get extra savings because it's part of the plan, you get higher discounts than regular. Um, they, um, uh, you know, you get a better deal, and you get, uh, they say on average, 24% off the prescription price. So this is really a big thing, I think, you know, because there are gaps, and some people don't have insurance, and it's free. We'll have the link. You go and print the card from your printer. You can call Nassau County, and um, we'll have all that information up there. Or you can go online and just print it. So 
Um, I think that's it's really a good deal. Uh, again, that was done by uh, Howard Weissman, and that was his program. And he's he's an excellent speaker, and I think this program is really something that's uh, a, a very good thing. So um, with everybody watching every penny these days, I think that's well worth it. So, yeah, with um, the price of prescription drugs, my goodness, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and even there's deductible. So even if you have a deductible, yeah. you can get a cheaper price on it. So it really pays off. Um, all right, Silvana, it's 10:55. Um, you guys have any uh, wrap-up comments you'd like to make? Any questions about? Um, no, I I just wanted to ask you just one more time. Um, Okay, I understand about going onto your website and getting the link to this particular card, but right off the top of my head, I gotta, I gotta tell you, I didn't know about it, and I'd like to phone three different people and give them that information. But if they were to go on, um, on the actual website and read more about this program, because everybody thinks that, oh my goodness, there's probably a charge to join. Or yeah, something right. like that, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. But if they wanted to read more about the particulars about uh, this program, um, what is the website? The actual website for it? Okay, you can print your own card, and I'm reading this right off the chart. Mhm, mm mhm. It's www.caremark.com forward. I'll, I'll let me read it first, and then I'll spell it out. Caremark.com forward slash NASA RX. So it's C A R E M A R K dot com. Both is right. Thank you. Forward slash, and then it's NASA RX, all one word. And they should also be able to go to the Nassau County website. And you know, but it's really a great program. I mean, it's really a good thing that they did that because there's gaps. I don't care. You know, there's a lot of gaps, and I bet you that the next. That is going to be for those ridiculous copays. I mean, there are copays sometimes that are it's like fifty dollars, mm -hmm. and and if you have to go for like a physical therapy issue or something where you have to go two, two or three times a week, that's unaffordable, and mm -hmm. that's on top of what you're paying either monthly or or or, or, or you know how many times a year for, for insurance, which is ridiculous to begin with. And then on top of that, you have the copay that it, that makes it just totally, totally unaffordable. And I'm telling yeah. you that from experience because my poor husband had to stop going for the physical therapy that he needed for his knee and shoulder because we couldn't afford to put out $150, a, a, you know, a week for, for him to go. Yeah, I, it, yeah, that whole thing is just uh, well. That's why this is such a great program because um, you know there's no charge. You don't join. You show it. You're in it. You get a lower price in the first place, and you get you know so that because uh, because they're part of the program, um, and uh, so this is really uh, that's why I thought this was a good thing to to bring up. So I'd like to remind everybody. Also, to go on to the Nassau County website and file an appeal for your to have your assessment lowered, you have nothing to lose but a, you know a lower rate. Um, let's see. So, what you can do is for people who are going to go on to Facebook. Okay, we have 90 seconds. Blog Talk Radio. It's really neat because it. As we're dialed in, and then it lets you know before it gives you 90, then 60. I'm telling you, Blog Talk Radio, we're all very happy with it. Wouldn't you say, you, Savannah uh, and Jason? Uh -huh. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's great. It's it's free. You can you can post it to Facebook. You can post it to Twitter. Um, it, you know, uh, upcoming guests next week we're gonna have next week we're gonna have Alphonse Fulgeri will be back on answering some more um, insurance questions and also about some of his food drives. Um, we will up one of our upcoming ep uh, episodes. We will have John Kamen, the supervisor of the town of North Hempstead. Um, we will have um, the mayor of the village of New Hyde Park. Wow. So it's really a way to have a conversation and get out some information. So we'd like to have you all join us on Facebook. 
Um, Silvana, get your set up. Jason, you're already there. We have our page. Um, if you guys will go in and become fans, and then people will be able to find you easily, and then they'll be able to get to your pages. Um, that's a good way to do it. So thank you very much. Thank you. Really, All a right, lot guys. of good information. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Jason. Good. Thank you oh, both. Okay. So thank you. We've got about five seconds, and um, we look forward to seeing you on Facebook. Um, Great. Thanks a, thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you, and have a great day, everybody. You too. Bye. Bye. Guardate cosa sono, guardate cosa sono.